Good evening, and welcome to Step by Step, Walking into Your Destiny. This is your host, Bishop Angela Young, and today is Saturday, April the 20th, 2019. I'm interviewing Nichelle L. Paris on today. And Nichelle is a native of Western North Carolina. She currently resides in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Nichelle, we are so very happy to have you with us today. And my first question for you today is, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your profession? And when did you realize that you actually desired to do stand-up comedy? Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Bishop Angela, for having me. And I want to say hello to all the listeners. Thank you so much. Oh, that's a... Uh, amazing question. Let's see here. Um, I guess I would say that I realized that I wanted to go into entertainment um, before I really understood the comedy component or the stand-up comedy com component. Ever since I was a child, I had a love for the arts, for drama, for modeling, for acting. And so in the back of my mind, that was always something mm -hmm. I saw myself doing. Mm -hmm. However, life and life choices took me on a different route. And it wasn't until about, I say, two to three years ago that I kind of experienced an awakening. And I was just at a place in my life where I was miserable. You know, um, I... Had a career, you know, a career in mental health for almost twenty years. You know, you might find out my age. You know, for for a long period of time, and I was just not happy. You know, and I I, I loved helping people, and in spite of everything that I was into, um, I just felt something was void in my life. And, um, as you, you know, you know that, um, even my work in the community and, and church and something was yet still missing. And so it was really kind of strange for me, you know, I said, okay, God, you know, here I am, you know, sinking, sharing the gospel and something else is just not quite right. So I, I kind of had this awakening around this time period and I realized that my desire um, to go into acting, to go into entertainment was something that was actually a seed inside of me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't something for me to throw away. It was something that actually needed to evolve and grow. Um, it was a missing piece to my life. And so as I started this journey, uh, the comedy component which was, it was crazy, um, it began to manifest. Mm -hmm. And um, I was doing, I was going back and forth to New York for some acting, uh, acting modeling competition, and I was singing. I think I, I had so much going on. But as some of the directors and the leaders were reviewing my monologues that I mm -hmm. was writing, they were like, oh my goodness, girl, you are hilarious. You know, have you tried to do stand-up? I was like, you crazy, not this chick. <laughs> and it was the last thing that I had on my mind. But in that moment, I 
kind of realized that it will be plenty of times that I will laugh myself to sleep. You know, like I would see myself doing stand up for years okay. now, but I did not connect it. For whatever reason, every time I saw myself doing stand-up and telling jokes, I would just laugh and go on to sleep. I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, that was funny. But the light bulb wasn't going off. Like, okay, this is something that you're going to do. This mm -hmm. is something you're going to do. I remember saying, well, maybe I need to write these jokes down and send them to somebody. Mm -hmm. Still not thinking that I would do stand-up comedy. But um, Wendy Hagee in New York, she spoke that into me mm -hmm. and um during this competition um they had all these comedians trying out and she called me up there you know and i was like what you want me to do pray you know what you lay hands on the audience what, what, <laughs> what we about to do now and she was like no it's your turn and pass me the mic so i had to improv a stand-up comedy routine in front of a room of like a hundred plus folks Talk about unnerving. But that was the beginning. That was the activation. That was the coming forth. And ever since then, the stand-up comedy has been on and popping. And it's actually like the last thing on my plate. But it's been the one thing that's kind of actually been the catalyst. And it's, it's the craziest thing. But it's been the one thing that has really opened so many other doors um, for me as well. Okay. Um, Michelle, was there anyone in whom um, you received your inspiration as far as comedy? Oh, wow. You're going to probably laugh at this, but I would say Carol Burnett. You know, growing up, that's the one thing that we could watch. I grew up in a household where everything was very censored. You know, so a lot of People, even in the comedy world, I did not gain exposure to them until after I was an adult or a young adult. But that was one of the few um, things we were able to watch, and she was hilarious. And growing up, we would watch her show, um, was it Saturday nights, I think, Friday or Saturday nights, and I was just like, man, I want to do that. You know, I could see myself doing that. Um, and Lucille Ball. Mm -hmm. uh, and I did have some early memories of Moms Mabley and her entertainment. And um, so I, I would say that those were my earliest influence into the comedic acting and kind of variety entertainer. Because I would consider myself a variety entertainer, you know, not just a stand up comedian and not just a actor and not just a singer and not just the model because I kind of do it all just a little bit. Okay. Okay, Michelle. Now I'm about to ask you a question here. Being the daughter of a influential pastor um in in your hometown um that that had a a pretty good sized congregation and your your mother um, was also um, very active in the church. How do you feel that um, the choice to do stand-up has affected your connection um, with the church? My choice to do stand-up... 
huh, that's a really good question. Let's see here. If I can be very candid, I think it has a dual effect. Uh, for some people, you know, it's like, oh, wow, this is interesting. You know, what are you doing? And they want to know. Um, I've actually ministered comedy at um, um, a few churches and it opened doors. It it blessed the people that, you know, that were there and, and opened some other doors for me. So um, that was that was awesome. But also sometimes because it's unfamiliar, you know, I kind of get what is she doing? You know, why is she doing that? You know, that's not ministry. That's not God. Um, but I would beg to differ. You know, I would say that my comedy is just another platform or another stage for me to make a difference in someone's life. And for those who embrace it, it is, it's blessing them also. You know, I think it's kind of bridging the gap. I was thinking of a scripture where it says, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel men and women to come. And so everybody's not coming into a church. You know, uh, a lot of the people that I'm able, able to see and meet, they would never, you know, step inside the doors of a church. But even through my crazy jokes, somehow they see something different. You know, they feel something different. And I've had people grab my hand off stage and say, will you pray for me? You know, and this is after me telling some of some crazy jokes. I'm like, you want me to pray for you? But they were able to sense and feel God, you know, even through my comedy. And that is very important to me. And I'm very grateful for, you know, the church, you know, that is my foundation. It's my foundational yes. platform. Yes. And I will take nothing from um, my experience and what has been imparted to me. It's because of the foundation that I do have that I'm able to get up and to do stand-up comedy. I am a clean comic. Sometimes I say I'm barely clean because sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm barely clean myself. But I thank God for the daily washing yes. and um, just choosing me to do something that's um, a little radical. I call, I call it unconventional ministry, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm still serving yes. and I'm still um, sharing love, light, peace. Um, there's a scripture that says that laughter um, does the heart good. It's, it's as medicine. And so yes. I'm able to administer, you know, that medicine in an unconventional way. And it makes it more palliable, you know, mm -hmm. for some people. And I say, hey, let's, let's get it. And I would so desire that the, the church would embrace uh, not just stand up, but the arts in general uh, more so. Because it's a very uh, prophetic, creative thing. Mm -hmm. And if we're able to embrace, you know, the arts and the creativity of God, mm -hmm. you know, he's given us all these creative gifts. And a lot of times we put it on the back burner or we don't feel like there's a need because it doesn't fit into the traditional components of what most of us know as church. 
But I guarantee as the church began to embrace all the giftings, you know, that's inside of each other, every joint supplieth. Um, every, every, every piece of us supply is something. So my question was to myself, well, why did God give me all these gifts and talents if he didn't want me to utilize them? You know, and I felt like it was a sin for me in the name of the church to not exercise the gifts. So in this last little leg of my life, <laughs> you know, um, I'm more determined ever to use all the gifts and talents as they continue to evolve. You know, I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that was there. Whoa, where did that come mm -hmm. from? But not only for myself to encourage others, you know, use your gifts and talents, you know, whatever they may be. Uh, you're going to be a blessing. You're going to bring life and healing to yourself. And not only will you bring life and healing to yourself, you're going to bring life and healing to those around you. You know, I, I can only imagine. Um, actually, I have a sister and she is a phenomenal artist and, and she buried her drawing for years. And I'm like, just take your pen and pencil out. Just just start drawing again. Yes. And, and watch what happens. You know, the healing that comes forth, you know, for yourself, you partake of that gift. And then, you know, let others, you know, welcome others to share and be partakers too. You know, your children, those that are around you. And it might encourage them, you know, even if their gift is not art. But it's like, wow, if she can do that, then maybe I can try this. You know, it, maybe it is okay. For me to um, venture out in, in this thing that's called me. I hear a lot of churches say that they're losing their young people. They have um, not a high um, number of young people attending church or following through in church. A lot of them, once they get into um, pre-high school up through college, they just show up for Christmas with mom and dad, Easter, you know, holidays. What suggestion would you have to the church? Because I know that you have a gifting with youth and youth are drawn to you. And as you were speaking, I could just, I could just remember certain things and how, um, they're drawn, I feel they're drawn to your creative side. What do you have to say about that? I would say church, organization, people, groups, subcultures, embrace the creativity of these young people. They have to have a platform of, or a place where they feel that they can operate. You know, I understand where um, that disconnect is because I experienced it. You know, myself. Yes. And um, had it been uh, more encouraging for me to do the acting um, in the in that atmosphere, well, it would have been great, you know, and I, I am grateful because I've, I've been I've witnessed several different ministries and uh, people are embracing the arts. They're pray, embracing the gifts. You can't embrace the, the youth without embracing all of them. You know, and sometimes we want to um, put people in a box 
or we have a way that we see certain things being done. But um, it's, it's so funny you asked the other day, I had, um, I was on a, a, a talk show. I was on this, this TV show and afterwards, like the little kids, they were like, tell us some more jokes, you know, I'm like, tell us some more jokes. And they were just so excited, you know, that I was telling jokes and, and they were like, come on, come on, tell us some more jokes. So if we're able to embrace, embrace them, um, embrace their creativity, uh, and move with them. You know, what's the um, scripture that says that, um, and a child shall lead them. Yes. You know, and a lot of time I'm learning from my children and the children that are around me. Um, I kind of have a joke that I talk about. I have to make sure I keep a millennial in my back pocket or two, you know, <laughs> millennial on deck. Let's bridge yes. this gap, you know, um, and it's beneficial that we learn from them just as well as. You know, they learn from us. Yeah. So I totally agree. This is a way to bridge the gap and we are to be repairs of the breach. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? In the next five years, if the Lord has delayed his coming, um, I see myself. just on stages all over the place. Um, acting, singing, doing my comedy, I'm an entrepreneur, uh, just impacting lives as many and at every platform that's available for me. Um, I don't wanna be one-sided. God is a, multi a multi-dimensional God. And so I'm in his image. So I'm a multi-dimensional person. And I'm embracing that. And so I'm realizing that there's not any limits on myself unless I place them on there. And so I'm in this stage in my life where I'm taking the limits off. You know, the, um, the most high was telling me in this two to three years ago, do not put me in a box. Like I kept hearing it, do not put me in a box. Stop, take the limits off, take the limits off. And so I'm on this journey and taking the limits off of God, taking the limits off of myself. You know, I have done more broke, you know, in a sense, um, in the last few years than I have ever, you know, when you, my personal economy was in a little bit better shape, you know. Um, and, it, and that amazes me in itself. You know, to be able to go and to do and the doors open and the opportunities. And I'm like, how is this even happening? You know, and it truly amazes me. But that's what faith does. So in the next five years, you guys, you can expect to see me on commercials and movies. Um, you'll you'll hear my music. Um, I actually had one song that was used in a movie last year. So you'll hear my music. You might not even know it was written by me, um, but you'll hear it and you'll hopefully get to see me on stage and come and check out one of my comedy shows. And um, at the interview I had last week, 
one of the young ladies afterwards. She says, you need your own Netflix show. <laughs> I was like, well, how about it? You know, so hopefully in the next five years, I'll have a Netflix special or so, um, wow. or at least be on a show. Yes. That that's gonna that's impossible. <laughs> They're gonna like you came out of obscurity in five years. You have a Netflix show. Well, let's see what God does. You know. <laughs> well, Michelle, I know personally that you are a very wonderful uh, singer huh. and vocalist, and you also write, as you had previously stated. You write music. Um, expound on that a little. Ooh. Yes, I write music. Um, and now all my music, even though um, I'm ordained in the church as a pastor, an elder, a teacher, all those good things, all of my music would not actually fit in the genre of inspirational. Um and I know I've been questioned about that, you know, from time to time. But um, it's still part of my words, a part of my life and a part of my testimony. You know, the word says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of my testimony. So it's my poetry. It's um, my creative thoughts or my experiences put to music. And I've been married, I've been divorced, I felt love, I felt pain, I felt joy, I felt discontentment, I felt sorrow, you know, all these experiences. And see, sometimes it the, certain components would be more intimate, and cer certain components would be um, just an expression of myself. And so... Um, and I'm, I'm glad I'm able to do it at first. I was like, uh, I don't know, but I'm like, if you put it on a piece of paper and you wrote it as a book or you wrote it as a poem, it would be pretty much accepted. You know, they're like, oh, wow. Oh, that's a, oh my goodness. Look at that poem. You know, that, that caused me to tear up a little bit, you know, it will be okay. So I just had to become more comfortable, you know, with the fact that it's just another expression you know, of my experience. And, and, um, what's the, it's a saying that I heard before that, um, because we're made in the image of God, we're fully God and fully man. So my music reflects my God nature and my humanity, if you would say. Wow. All right. <laughs> so, Nichelle, if, Someone would like to contact you um, about performing or um, doing maybe a, a, a workshop or something like that. Um, could you give us your information? How could they contact you? What would be the best way for them to contact you? The best way to contact me is at my email. And you can reach me at n. Nichelle L. Paris, I'm going to spell it out for you, N-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-E-L-L-E-Paris, P-A-R-I-S, at gmail.com. I know that's a mouthful, but it's Nichelle L-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E 
Paris, P-A-R-I-S, at gmail.com. You can also find me on the social media at Comedian Nichelle L. Paris or just at Nichelle L. Paris on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. I guess I don't know if I want to throw my phone number out of somebody might try to call me in late night hours. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> or they can contact you. You know, yes. they can contact yes. you and you can find me and yes. and we can make it happen. Yes. So you could inbox me and I would forward the information to Nichelle if you like. Okay, Nichelle, you have just a couple of more minutes before we end the interview. Now don't you ask me to sing <laughs> nothing now. You love me so much. Not to, yes, I do love you so much always, but to sing not today. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, that's been, I was not prepared, but you say be also ready. Yes. Me, 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 Oh, I think that's all I have for today. Oh, let's see. Um. Well, you have something you want to sing and I can sing with you? Or how about that? Oh, this is your interview, sweetheart. <laughs> um, well. Okay, I'm going to sing uh, a little bit of this song. And uh, let's see here. Give myself away Way I give myself away So you Can use me I give myself away Way Way Give myself away, Lord, so you see. That was a little flat. That was a little short right there. I'm already. I'm already. Oh, so you can use me. Y'all have fun out there. Um, but give yourselves away. That's what I want to encourage you. Um, see, I was very vulnerable right then. I just made myself very vulnerable to all of you guys. Um, but. At the end of the day, that's that's my testimony. I just want to give myself away, you know, so God can use me, so others can um, get in that place where they feel free to be themselves. Um, I'm a handful, as Bishop Angela would say. I'm one of her. Uh, ooh, she'd be ready to get a stick or switch on me in a heartbeat. Um, but I'm grateful. That she's embraced me um, right where I am. And I believe it's because of her and her love for me that I'm able to do what I've been called to do. And she has not put me in a box, you know, just as a believer and as a minister. And she's really encouraged me to, and she's watched me and she's like, oh Lord, what's going on? But she, she's like, ah! 
<laughs> you know, like one of those mothers sitting back and say, like, oh my God, my child, what is she doing now? But her love above all um, has been able to be a safe haven for me. And so I want to encourage, you know, all you leaders out there, you know, any, um, to let your love um, cover a multitude of sins, even those things that we might not understand. If your love abounds and your grace abounds, surely the manifestation of God um, will come forth. And I know sometimes it's hard um, to kind of watch your kids and those that you love go through some things, and um, especially when you don't understand it. Um, like my father now, as much as he loves me, he's like, girl, what are you doing? You know, I'm not too sure about this, but you know, he's giving me that room to, to grow. And I believe that if I do fall, I'm going to fall in the arms of their love and I'm going to be just fine. So I want to encourage you to just love, love yourself. You know, don't allow, uh, your, the shortcomings that you feel that you have in your life. And don't feel like it's too late. I'm well past my 30s. <laughs> We're going to leave it right there. I'm past my 30s. Well past my 30s. Um, and it's never too late. You know, it's your divine moment. You know, stir up the gifts. You know, don't don't allow them to become dormant or to stay dormant. I don't care if your gift is embroidery you just don't know embroider yourself silly you know you never know what that's gonna do for yourself and for somebody else um and and don't think that no gift or no talent is too small there's need for it in the kingdom it's need for it in the kingdom yes. of god um someone recently said to me well don't forget your kingdom assignment and I just chuckled on the inside. I said, this too is a part of my kingdom assignment, you know. Yes. So um, in the church, um, whatever I need to be in the church. But when I go outside of the church, I'm whatever I need to be to those I encounter outside of the church. Well, Michelle, I would like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and interview with us on today. And I would like for you to take back our love and to your father, because Nichelle didn't say, and I didn't either, but her father, I was in his church for um, over eight years. And um, he always welcomed me with open arm, him and um, Mother Payne. So I just thank God for them and the nurturing that I receive from them as well. But I just um, pray God's blessings be with you. And you are welcome to come back to thank step you. by step anytime. And I look forward to you co-hosting with me in oh, the near future. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> love that. And thank you so much. Just thank you. Thank you again for having me on today. And just for the genuine love and concern that you have for me. I love you. I love you. Well, that concludes our interview for today with Nichelle L. Paris. And again, you have been listening to Step by Step, Walking into yes. Your Destiny. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>